My mom is like very traditional. She's like, literally stop tattooing your body. I'm like, no. No. I gotta wait till I'm financially independent. So oh, never. Is that what it is? I was like very, very drunk at my brother's graduation party. And I showed my mom both of my ass tattoos. And she was like, <laughs> she was like, at least nobody will see them. <laughs> Cut to like three minutes ago. Hey, want to see my ass tats? And also Maylee. <laughs> True. Uh, oh, you hitting that, uh, that, hitting that theme song? I'm hitting the theme song. Oh, Bell, refill Mr. Franklin's glass, will you? Now, when you get up there tonight, don't drink too much. Oh, don't worry, I won't. How about a whiskey and soda? Huh, less soda than usual, thanks. And this is wine. To drink. Just a sip might improve your humor. Aren't you drinking? I never drink. No, I've had a couple. Come on, I'm not drunk. And an excellent vintage it is, too. But if you're implying that I'm tipsy, sir... Welcome to Tipsy Terror. <laughs> let me just I'm going to get all those movies memorized. What were you going to say? I was just going to say, let me just say, <laughs> I love this podcast. <laughs> and I Thank love you. all three of you. Aw, you're too we kind. Love you. We love you back. We saw you guys we at love the bus stop. <laughs> we, met at, we met at a bus <laughs> stop. We met at bus stop. <laughs> it was phenomenal. Um, Hi, welcome to Tipsy Terror. You just recently heard our guest speaking. Molly, you said you had an introduction, yeah, so I'll yeah, let you do this. His name is Alex Leader. Woo! That's me. You might know him. You might not. You should know him if you don't. Know him as a Great Tom guy. from MySpace on Twitter. <laughs> or I you get confused every time I see it. <laughs> you might know him <laughs> as the guy who works at the bubble tea spot <laughs> who makes fun of you for having not one but two Hot Topic shopping bags <laughs> <laughs> when you're just trying to mind your damn business <laughs> i did blame you i apologize but i don't i well. got roasted alive huh? at the easton mall in like 2018 <laughs> yeah, it, it might have been last year who knows 2018. okay we did a we did a really quick introduction but we were having a great time great time we were just sharing tattoo stories yeah i just showed everyone time. my ass alex's so. half ass was out <laughs> But yeah, um, welcome. So, Thank you. Are you excited to be here? I'm excited to be here. <laughs> what you, kind of question is if that? If you could not tell from the last 95 minutes. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think you should say like 30 because the first hour was like, okay. And then the last half hour, it was like, oh my what God. What the fuck? <laughs> so, oh my God. Uh, welcome to Tipsy Terror. Uh I don't sound right. I don't sound like I'm supposed to Okay, sound. I just okay. want to say that every time uh, I listen back to this podcast and you say like, uh, oh, your mic's messed up, you sound sounds fine. the fucking same. Okay, well, <laughs> anyway. Say. Uh, uh, so, uh, uh, my, uh, welcome to Tiffy Terror, we're the podcast where we get drunk and then we watch a horror movie and then we record ourselves watching the movie um, and we yeah. cut in clips. Like this clip it. right here. Like this clip. You gotta support taking out the pedos. Oh yeah, you gotta pronounce it right. You gotta pronounce yeah, say it like that. Pedos. A pedophile. A pedophile. <laughs> god, what a good clip. Oh my god, so what a great clip. So <laughs> insightful. Who would have thought? <laughs> I can't even name a clip that I would want because I do not like. My mind is just like shielded this experience out this is so weird right. <laughs> it was a great movie uh 
so today's movie that we did was Kill List. Um, from 2011. From 2011. 2011. Right. And I'm the one year. doing the trivia, which is our first segment. <laughs> Welcome to Below the Bar Trivia. Let's go. Sorry, guys. I'm drunk and I'm trying to monitor the levels and I'm very confused. <laughs> the blood alcohol levels. Wait, wait, should we do check? check oh no check. It, it sounds fine it's just okay great yeah. this is what happens when you let your engineer get drunk too. i was i was hearing myself because i turned you guys all the way up so i was hearing myself through your mics and it was just very weird um but it's all oh. fine now anyway on. below so, the bar trivia below the bar trivia um so question one these are all most of these are just taken from wikipedia um so question one um in an interview about the movie the um the director has said that he is influenced by the philosophy of a certain director okay and by the way these are multiple choice so so buzzing after do you guys have buzzer noises it's buzz you know me I'm just going to, like, make a noise. Okay. <laughs> You're not Jimi Hendrix. What? <laughs> it's going to take that's, you a while That's to from say. the movie. That happens. A, that's a legit one. Okay. okay. So, um, this director was influ- influenced by what director? Um, option A, Lars von Trier. Option B, Stanley Kubrick. Option C, uh, Quentin Tarantino. Option D, John Cassavetes. Buzz, <laughs> Buzz was first. Von Samantha. Trier false god damn it i was gonna say a as well so can i go again molly technically gets it first molly gets um the option first d d is john cassavetti is the answer that's not the answer oh my god don't tell me it's kubrick yes it's kubrick That's okay. insufferable. I'm sorry. So, where in this movie do you see any Kubrick first of influence? All, whatsoever. Um, <laughs> I'm sorry. So, what? again, this was an Not interview. Not that Kubrick's great, this, but... No, but, like... Come on. Yeah. <laughs> John, <laughs> um, this was an interview about the movie, and it was only, like, a tangential reference, but it was listed on Wikipedia, which is why I made this question. But huh? here's the quote. Here's the full quote. Let's hear it. Um, I'm... I'm a kind of believer in the Kubrick thing about the non-submersible unit where you look for the main images for the movie before writing the script and work backwards from that. What so, an insufferable twat. So I mean, his idea was like, uh, so his idea was basically like, uh, I want this stuff to be in my movie and then I, I'm writing the script based on that. So I'm assuming these the, ideas and these themes that this stuff was the last 10 minutes of the movie. Yeah, maybe, maybe, maybe not the last 15. Yeah. His, I, I think it's more about just the entire movie as a, as a, I'm a not shitting concept. on this film. I no, loved it. It was so, great. <laughs> I, loved I, it. I saw it four years ago. Don't literally nothing about it. Jogged my memory, but we're going to say that it was great. You relived it and it was great. Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, this is directed by Ben Wheatley. Thanks, um, Ben. Um, <laughs> Mr. And, Wheatley. Yeah, Thanks, so, Mr. like, Wheatley. the question was about, like, something that inspired him. But anyway, so... <laughs> next question! Uh, the next question is, the cult logo was just created from random by, by the random. director. Random! But <laughs> Sorry. he later realized... That he was influenced by Can what I, bzz, other movie? I want to answer now, Blair Witch. Yes, that's yeah! right. Oh, fuck you. 
<laughs> there was multiple I'm answers. sorry, I'm sorry. The, the, it is literally... It was very Blair Witch. I was going to buzz on Blair Witch, so... Wait, it is who literally got the first question? Sam. Did anyone get Sam. the first question? Technically, Sam, Sam's I guess. the winner. But to, it, guys... It's literally the Blair Witch. Yes, I know. That's why it was going okay. to buzz on it, um, Sam. So come on, Sam. Sorry, it was some respect. It's for identical. The game. Have respect for the game. Exactly. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I so, never do this. Um. So you what he said, said. I think this is rigged. Sam said before trivia started, I'm gonna win. <laughs> No, I didn't. I just said I'm not gonna make I you drink. I saw collusion. Okay, well, I'm not. Collusion. I'm not counting the first answer for her because she already guessed. But fine, the second, second answer. Guess. She didn't even wait for. I'm taking yeah, no. I mean that it's counts. Fine. You're allowed to it's buzz fine. in okay, as, long as, as long as you get I it right. Guess that's yeah. Fair. If you get it wrong, you you have to. That's fair. Yeah. I smell collusion. <laughs> um. What, so just I'm a genius. The cult symbol was designed by Ben Wheatley, who later recognized influence from the Blair Witch Project. Wheatley was worried might, people might call him on its similarities, but he was instead surprised to find that people were comparing it to a symbol from Harry Potter and the Deathly Hallows, which he is unfamiliar. It is literally... I'm sorry. With which he is unfamiliar. It is yeah. literally the same symbol from Blair Witch. It's, it's very close. Ben yeah. Wheatley, yeah. So this guy... Did we find Stanley out Kubrick why? as his influence and like doesn't okay. know what Harry Potter he is? <laughs> randomly, I am here to defend this director. Um, <laughs> the only reason I put in that first question was because it was on the Wikipedia. But like he literally <laughs> randomly threw in a reference to Kubrick. He 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 was more talking about the idea that he. Um, like focus more on the images that he wanted in the movie before he wrote the script rather than, you know, writing the script or whatever. I get it. I get so, it. Like, the, no, I've written, I've, I've written a script entirely because I had like five images in my head. Like that's totally no, I happened. mean like that's like a college assignment, right? Right. Absolutely. Yeah. Parish is a Stanley Kubrick defender. Okay. I Absolutely. like Stanley no, Kubrick, not. but I'm not a Stanley you Kubrick like defender. 2001 a space odyssey. <laughs> Are you sure? I I like Stanley Kubrick as a filmmaker, but like it's not. I I when you guys talk about how Stanley Kubrick is the the dude no. who's a, like I am not obsessed with Kubrick in the way that like you know white men like film majors are obsessed with. Do you Kubrick. know why I respect Kubrick? This is my Can anyone guess why I respect Kubrick? I don't have a guess, but can anybody? Let's talk. Because it's of because, 2001. It's because Frank Ocean talks about him so much. <laughs> oh, my God. Talk about <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Question three. Um, this question is about the script. Okay. <laughs> so I? was the script um, option A um, exactly like word perfect as it is displayed on film on the movie? Option B completely fully improvised option c more explicit regarding the themes and ideas than the final movie is or d the script was originally about aliens but they switched it to cults because they couldn't get a big enough budget (coughs) hendrix i heard who said that was that you it was me yeah i'm gonna say c C, uh, more explicitly regarding the theme, more explicit regarding the themes and ideas. That is correct. Oh! There was a whole credit, and I 
cut the clip here. I was watching the subtitles, bro. Well, n- cut the clip here. <laughs> I like that they credited additional dialogue by the cast because oh it's just God. improv. I mentioned, I was like, oh, they credited the improv. Like, the improv. <laughs> well, Deadass got a credit yeah, in this well, movie. Well, they credited the actors. So, okay. So, this director had a very interesting, um, like, filming, uh, just the way of his filming. So, what he would do was... Um, each time they would shoot one take using the script and then the next take they would completely improvise it and then he would like shoot multiple takes like that so he would one take exactly script improvised and then back to just the script and that informed their characters so they were like better at um they had better backstories for their characters and they were more like in character. If I was every a really time great idea. If I was that. a director, I would do that method. No, yeah, I would yeah. want one idea. on script it's, and then I would just let people go ham because just in in experience directing these shitheads in this room that I call <laughs> my actors. Um that's useful. Right. Yeah. And uh the actors worked out backstories for their characters through improv- improvisation. And the script was much more explicit in its themes and ideas, but he edited the film to form a more ambiguous and minimalist story. That's super cool. Yeah. He wanted to give the viewers enough information to form their own interpretation, and he doesn't like exposition, so he avoided it. doesn't like exposition. Wow. Um, so Most Fancy. At Love it. this point, it is a tie. Um, excuse me, I won. A okay, tie ish. She did have two answers. Well, we didn't I count my first had, one. The first one doesn't count because so one and it was a half versus one. So time for me to win. Let's go. Um, I do have a tiebreaker, um, and it's really quick. It's how long did it take to film this movie? And there is a specific number and you guys get you don't have multiple are we doing like closest without going over closest i'm not gonna do the without i'm gonna say six six days samantha i'm gonna say 23 days (sighs) that's very close um, and Samantha is closer. Damn it. The answer is 18 days. <laughs> oh, I went over closest without going over rules. Alex won. Okay. So well, Alex won. Drink no, <laughs> no that means you pick. get to decide whether the other two have to finish their drink. Or I have not. a finished drink. So you're punishing Molly and Molly alone. And also me because I don't have. A... Okay. Let's finish our drinks. Molly. Molly. Oh, I love Molly. So cute. Listen. <laughs> cheers. That okay, was wait. the most pitiful looking cheers I've ever seen. Okay. Harish, do you have any topics you'd like to lead with? We have to reenact. So <laughs> that was our trivia. And yeah, now we're going to reenact the movie in seven minutes. Shit. So who wants to be what character? I you get to start, Alex. Oh hunchback. man, uh, can I be Gal? You you can be Gal. Yes. Okay. Uh, Molly, Samantha, do you have a character you specifically want to be? Kelly Ripa. Oh wait, Kelly no, Ripa. Is that Kelly Ripa? <laughs> Is that Kelly Ripa? It looks like it. it does look like Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa, aka Did the you main be character's Ripa? wife. No, I have my other pick. Okay. I'm What's Kelly your other Ripa. pick? Fiona. Fiona. Okay. So you have to I'll be, be Jay. Yeah, Jay. 
And that's the main character. Is like we really don't need anybody. We can pick up other people. I'll be old man Biden. (laughs) (laughs) Old man Biden. That's it. How about that? Seven minutes. The bisexual dream. (laughs) Now sticking. Okay, so it's me and my wife. I am. My name is Jay. I think, and my wife and I just spent like forty thousand dollars on something, and she's mad at me. What the fuck, bitch? Okay, whatever. We'll deal with it. And then we're having a nice dinner with our friends. Hey. With our friends Gal, my friend, and his girlfriend. I'm his. I'm your boxer sized girlfriend who works in HR. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm Fiona. like clearly Fiona? making fun of you the whole night. But yeah, nobody understands. And also, I'm mad at you. Fuck you. Oh, and then now I'm mad because you're making fun of me in front of my friend, Fighting. and I tip over my plate, and I'm like, <laughs> "Fuck this, I'm done." Rude. And then, yeah, and so we're fighting, we're yelling, we're yelling, Yelling. Um, and then um, you, uh, Gal, you just take my son up to his room. Yeah, but what do you do before that, Jay? Uh, Before that, uh, uh, (laughs) oh, yes, I do a magic trick, I do a magic trick, and I rip out the tablecloth. Abracadabra. (laughs) Abracadabra. (laughs) <laughs> and and okay, I take that boy upstairs Cut and I say, to... your mommy and daddy are having some words. <laughs> Cut to, and we're all friends again, and hey, we're having fun. You're and the best friend. Cut to the exactly. next day. Oh, wait, no. Uh, it's Fiona is, goes to the bathroom. I go to the bathroom and... and I write a symbol on the back of your mirror, and yeah. I steal your bloody tissues. <laughs> From the sink. And just I don't steals know why my bloody happened. tissues. I don't know why. What anyway, cut to shit. it's the next day and I'm hanging out with my wife and I'm out in our front yard and oh, there's these just random, this mutilated rabbit is in front of our house. Disgusting. And I'm like, oh, it was probably the cat or some shit. Ew. And then cut to it's, I meet my friend, Gal. And, and we're going to get our next assignment. Get our first assignment. Our assignment, yes. After it's, Kiev. After Kiev. It's me. Um, <laughs> and we kill that priest. Kill the well, first oh, we need to first. be assigned the assignment. <laughs> you have three people to kill. Okay, we Go got a kill it. list. A titular kill <laughs> list. <laughs> With three people's names on them. And let's go and let's take out our first guy. The priest. Um, the priest is he our first target. You. And he tells us thank you. And There's then, plastic wrap everywhere. Yeah. We murder him. We shoot him. And then you're like, why did he say thank you? Yeah. And I'm like, I don't fucking know, dude. <laughs> um, and then we go to our next guy. And we followed the next guy. It's a librarian, yeah. I think. And then we follow him and we find this dude's just secret, like, secret lock storage lockup. Lock yeah. Lockup. And um, we what watch do we see there? Videos. There's a bunch of porn. Oh, uh-huh. he's maybe he's a pornographer. But, but then we see the kitty porn. Oh, no. <laughs> This dude's no. a pedophile. He can't say it like that. He's a pedophile. He's a pedophile. A pedophile. <laughs> and so we go. Jay is mad. And I am fucking pissed, dude. <laughs> so <laughs> we lock up the, we tie up this guy, and then um, this guy is just here, and, um, and you. And I'm like, what the fuck, bro? Yeah, you should go get the shit out of his safe yeah. where all his money is. Where all his money is, And I'm right? just here, uh, and I'm just going to stay with our friend our not friend the librarian mm-hmm. and our he's not. looking at me and he's like 
who's playing the librarian. He says, oh, thank you. And I'm like, whoa. Uh, uh, I don't know why you're thanking me. And then you. Because I'm not involved with this child pornography. Slam him in the head with a hammer a couple times. Yeah, I took a hammer and I hit him a few times. And then I'm like, fuck this dude. Let's go kill everyone related to him. And I go and let's go. And then we go (laughs) and we go to his house. And then we kill every dude related to this librarian guy. Fucking slam their faces. We fucking hate. Against the wall with hammers. Quote, unquote. You never know. We hate pedophilia. Uh huh. Pedophilia. 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 Okay, so let's go after our third guy, um, the MP. Yeah, who knows who he is. In between that, we just have some nice, like, relationship talk with my wife. Nice. Um, And your friend Fiona is just waving at us from just random hotel room. Lurking in a white dress. Uh Anyway, we're back to, oh, we're watching this MP's house and we're, like, in the forest and we're just watching it. And then we kill some rabbits and eat them. Yeah, we do that. Yeah. Because he knows how to, so yeah, that's yeah, true. Survivalist. He yeah, saw his cat kill one, so he knows how. Right. Ah, I see. Oh yeah, and, this and then the cat, the cat got the, the cat, cat gets got like oh. strung, strung up and killed outside their window. Right before this, our cat, my yeah. cat, um, got murdered and is strung up right in front of my front door. Uh-huh. Anyway, cut back to we're killing the MP. We're just hanging out. Um, the member of parliament, we're just hanging out in front of his house, and then, oh, wait, what is that? Is that, like, some sort of witch coven? No, it's ooh, a cult. Ooh, no, it's We're Groot. being spooky, and we look like Groot. <laughs> Everyone's dressed up like Groot, and then I'm like, okay, you can't just kill this random blonde woman in front of me, and I start shooting at him, and then they come after me. Ooh, ooh, then they follow us into the sewers. We're running into the sewers, and they follow and us, I... and the brick wall down somehow <laughs> oh um, thanks oh yeah i was worried water. about that thing and then we run through it and then but like one of the cultists attacks you me get, i get stabbed gal. a couple times and then i die and i'm like tell your wife i said hi <laughs> <laughs> and i'm like oh no gal my best friend you're dead and uh, we run i run back to my house and i'm telling my wife uh my friend is dead and i'm like but okay now i'm a part of this call uh and then uh i get knocked out and my wife gets knocked out or Boom. something yeah and then it. i wake up and i'm in this cult just field with a bunch of cultists and we yeah. all look like three. groot the we all look like groot everyone's here like groot. part three the hunchback yeah, everyone's here the doctor the client well you'll find this all out later everyone's That's here fine. My doctor, uh, I went to my doctor in the midst of this and he was acting really weird and he's there. He said, how's your sex life? (laughs) Right. And I'm like, just talk about the infected cut, bro. (laughs) Let's go. Right. (laughs) (laughs) And the the doctor's here. The client's here. um, The guy who hired me for this whole kill list is here. Everyone's here. And I have to fight this hunchback and I fight him and I fight the hunchback and I stab the hunchback in the hunch. (laughs) And then it's my dead body. Oh, no. It's my wife. My wife was dead. And you're best and friend's I lift dead over. body on f- top of no, her. No, it's the sun. No, it's the sun. It's the sun. The sun is the hunchback. It's the, the, the sun hunchback. and the wife. Oh, well, yeah. And then she <laughs> smiles at me and I'm like, what the fuck? And then cut to credits. Woo! <laughs> and the ending made no sense. Not at all. Yes. And as we know from our trivia, <laughs> the original script 
had a lot of full, like, very well-developed explanations, but he cut it out so that the audience can... what a lovely director believing in his uh, actors like that. That's so kind of him. Honestly. What a good recap. Honestly, I know you guys don't believe it, but that was a good recap. That actually encapsulated most of the movie. You were in the bathroom for 45 seconds of it, so I how was, do you even know? But I can hear Fiona. From, I can hear from up there. Kelly Ripa. I'm Kelly Ripa. No, okay. Solid recap, okay? The last ones we've done have not been great. The Final Destination recap, not great. We, we missed the whole doctor scene. I did. I'm sorry. It's all good. We, we didn't really understand either so i feel like for the most part most of the movie we, we the only half scene, retained yeah. it okay uh, i want to be next? here right now so what's next harish let's get into this <laughs> i don't know where to get into this um, let alex well start. let's start with alex why did Me? you choose this movie um can i be completely honest yes so Molly texted me and said, hey, do you want to be on this podcast? And I was like, absolutely, yes. <laughs> and then she was like, what movie do you want to watch? And I was like, I have no fucking clue. So I was at work and on the iPad that we use for our um, point of sale system, right? I Googled scariest movies of all time. Oh, oh wow. <laughs> And I was scrolling down. It was like the Exorcist, like like fucking Friday the Thirteenth. Yes, the one my girlfriend did. And I was like, I want some like real, actual scary movies. And I saw The Killist. And I was like, This was on a list of yes. And I said, I saw that movie like six years ago. I don't remember it, but I remember it being kind of creepy. So let's watch it. Right. That's why I picked it. And so we watched it. And we did. And so do you guys think this warrants being on no. the scariest no. movie? Yeah, it's not scary. It's not scary. It's a it, it's like a thriller. It's like movie. a thriller. Right. It's it shocks also like you in the last little bit, but right. it's not scary the last half hour. It's not, exactly. Uh, like, I don't think it's on. Yeah. It's not a horror movie. It's on the last half hour. Right. Like it was it was it was a great movie. I will say that. It was and like I a very it. Thank you. It was a very interesting, like, um, kind of scary. Like, it wasn't, like, scary, but it was interesting and thrilling, and I want to know more, but it was not a horror right. movie, I would say. It was say. really gory, though. Yeah, it was. Oh, my, oh my God. God. When he put that hammer through that guy's head. That was so Yes. Real. You see that flap of skin? Like oh. We all deadass <laughs> thought it was the actor leaning on that table, yeah, and then he just sure. slams the so, hammer down, and we were like, what? He's the librarian. No, who's this man? Oh, this guy? He's a hitman. No shit. Who's this man? Ah! Oh, Jesus Christ. Oh, oh my God. That was a great cut. How they, like, how the body, like, jumps up. Yeah. Wow. Right. Yeah. They did. <laughs> so, okay. So, um, in this specific uh, interview where he has referenced Stanley Kubrick, um, uh, one of the questions that they asked him was, okay, a majority of critics have dubbed Kill List as a horror film. It's terrifying, but not in a conventional horror picture by a long shot. How would you characterize the film on your own terms? Um, to the director. And the director considers it a horror film. Um, so what he says is that um, 
I think it's definitely a horrible film, um, but it was def- definitely a film that I was trying to make that would be scary. I think my understanding of what a scary film is is kind of broader than the straight-up genre definition of what a horror film might be. Um, and basically, he's like... Um, uh, I think you can be traumatized by a movie, and I think that any movie that traumatizes you is a horror film, regardless of how many creatures it has in it. That's kind of... Okay. I want to call this movie, for the most part, in the first hour, at least, of it. Molly, you put it well when you said it was what? You're just making me say this, so we have a quote from Well, no, you told it, me it, and I want you to say it. It's Here. like In Bruges meets The Witch. And then the that witch, is yeah. exactly what it is because the, the first bitch, the, yes. bitch, the first the, the hour bitch. of this movie is in Bruges. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it is pretty much yeah for sure down it's, to the killing the priest. Yeah, yeah, it's just two hitmen. The only weird thing that happens is the priest is like, "Thank you." Yeah, mm-hmm. he like knows that he's gonna get killed, okay, and wait. he says thank you to his killers. So and I then might be like dies. steering the conversation, but. Why the fuck do they say thank you? Who is this man? It's Did because I miss of it? the cult. It's yeah. the cult. I think They're like, all of this. We want to die because we're a part of this cult, right? Um, and we were expecting you, but you don't expect us. What? Yeah. So I think my interpretation is That's, like, yeah, all of this from the start of like the initial list that they got is just a cult sacrifice a human yeah. sacrifice from this cult because joe biden slash donald trump slash <laughs> right bernie, uh, sanders. bernie, sanders. bernie sanders. sanders which is the guy who hires the, the main guy characters. who hires jay and gal <laughs> right um was there in the end he was there at the end yeah um so clearly he was like fucking part of the cult and so all of the people who died were like yeah i'm part of this cult thanks for killing me and they're like what the fuck like why are you thanking me and even the wife yeah is probably in the cult because she did look at him at Mm -hmm. the end and like smiled at him so like she was willing to get murdered she like knew what was going on so yeah so like everything from the start has been set up by the cults okay it was very horror. much so a thriller movie rather than i would say a horror movie but yeah. in the last 15 minutes of the movie it's we were all like what the actual fuck <laughs> right. so just have it that what you will i kind of like that it doesn't like play into like stereotypical genre rules i right. agree because um, it's a really i really liked it me too and, um it was one of those like and i asked i was like are you sure this is a horror movie is this a horror movie <laughs> it is it is because um we watch movies like the crow right we're like it's not really a horror movie it's just but, like that's more of an action movie so i wasn't sure if it was going to be something like that where it's more like action based and like mm-hmm. it's horror because like it's gory or whatever and then all this like weird cult shit starts happening and it like right. really like came out of nowhere but not really, because like they hint to it a little bit. But it was just it was really good. I like yeah. how well, it like flipped. That's how I felt about Possession. For Possession, the first like hour, I was like, "This is not a horror movie." And yeah. then all of a sudden, I was like, "Oh shit, that's a horror movie!" <laughs> like this keeps <laughs> happening to us. Right. 
Uh, there is some foreshadowing at the beginning where he's playing with his wife and his son and they're playing with swords and they're stabbing each other with uh-huh. swords. And then at the Stop end... Stop it. I didn't put that together. Yes, I caught that. I he literally stabs the up. wife a few times yeah. and then at the in end... The he ends up, he's, in the back, too. In the back, too. Yeah. So there is, a, there is like setup and stuff that happens. Yeah, um, I didn't catch anything other than that. That's it, I think. There was a few one like so. There's a scene where they are at a hotel restaurant, um, and there's another group there that's oh like a, a. It's basically like a um, like alcoholic help group. It's like right. Young Life. It's well, it's Young Life, but it's also like a sort of like AA. a mental health. Yeah. Oh type. really. Yeah. yeah. Oh. They were like talking about their issues and stuff. Oh, okay. Um, I didn't so catch it that. was like it was like a mental health support group, but also Christian, like Christian very religious. AA. Yeah. And then it ends with the one, the one of the guys doing a song um, on a guitar, and then uh, our main <laughs> the character best Jay. Part. Jay gets mad and like he basically yells at him. He's <laughs> like, "There's nobody else here. Can you please stop?" Playing the Christian music on the guitar. There's a right. time and place to play guitar, and your time is never on a remote island because you'll never be Jimi Hendrix. <laughs> he, does he does reference you're Jimi no Hendrix. Jimi Hendrix. Too. Hendrix. <laughs> yeah, and Poor so Pitt. I think there's a part of that where like there's some sort of. I think also at the beginning when they're having the dinner with their friends, the the wife like references, um. Uh oh uh I think the gal gal curses and then the wife's like um not at my table or something like that she's like says she references something about being religious and like not at my table and he also talks about how protestants aren't christian or something and then Fiona steals his dirty bloody napkin yeah from when he's shaving his face right and carves the cult symbol into the back of their mirror and when everyone's he... like what the fuck what she what is she carving it's a symbol from the big opening yeah but why it's her mark oh shit i think she's gonna kill that whoa whoa when did the napkin come into play like when did that ever he, come back so at the beginning of the movie when he's shaving yeah. and then he like he dabs yeah. himself with the napkin. Puts it on there. But then I think it's it. just because she's weird and she knows. Yeah, I think she's getting like his blood. That's probably just part a weird of it. Culty thing. Yeah. It's co- no, so th- I really like that about the movie. I really like that about like cult movies. Right. When they're like, this is happening, but nobody understands why. Right. Because they're a cult. Like yeah. they don't want to know, or they don't want to tell anybody why they're doing the things that they're doing. Like it's right. a cult. Yeah. That and so sense. I think it it drives like the the not knowing mm-hmm. of why they're doing the things that they're doing and that's why the ending is so jarring is because you don't know why they're doing that. Right. At the so so was the was the other guy also in the cult? He had to be. Which guy? Gal, Gal. or Jay? Gal. No. Gal. No, Gal. The cult like straight up murdered him. They straight up murdered him. He might have been a sacrifice, but I don't think he knew. He was a yeah. little panicked before his death. Yeah, he was, like, very scared. Yeah. And he was, like, telling... Like, he did say, don't, like, shoot, there's too many of them. But it, like, also didn't seem like he knew what was going on, you know? Yeah, I agree. Right. I don't want to look back at that, though. 
I don't know. I don't know. Well, I so I knew it was a cult. So yeah. I like assumed that he was in the cult and I was trying to like keep track of it as we went. And I don't know. Like he like anything that he said could be interpreted as he knows it's a cult. But also like um when they killed the the librarian, the librarian's like does he know who oh, you are? True. Yeah, yeah. yeah. True. And so I guess the librarian only thinks that the main guy is in the cult. The way the main guy reacted in that scene made it seem like he knew who he was, but I don't think he no, did. I don't, I don't think, think he, he did, did either. I think he was just like, this dude's a pedophile, so like, let's kill him. Yeah. He like really yeah. reacted as if he had something to hide, but he really well, didn't. He reacted like... He reacted... I, I think he reacted in a way that was that made sense if... First of all, you're a hitman who's killing a pedophile and the pedophile is acting like they know you. Yeah. He reacted in a way that was like, um, it wasn't like, what the fuck are you talking about? But it was like, I'm not going to reveal anything to you because I fucking hate you. You know, I just think you're a pedophile and you should die. Right. Yeah, he didn't. He wasn't acting as if he knew what that guy was talking about. He was acting as if. I don't know what this guy's talking about, but I also hate him. So, like, I'm not going to just involve myself. Right. Because Gal then stole all of his money out of his safe. Right. So it was like, okay, get this money. Let's go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Huh. <laughs> what so. a movie, man. Right. Yeah. There's, <laughs> there's a lot to unpack. Yeah. I also, I really like... And this is what the director was saying. And I know I was giving you shit earlier. Like, right. I don't hate Stanley Kubrick. I like yeah. when movies are ambiguous as well. I'm like, I, I don't know. Respect to whoever. But um, I like that this movie's ambiguous. Because I think, um, going back to what you were saying earlier, like, the cult's not going to tell you what they're doing. They're just doing cult shit. And also, like, it doesn't matter mm-hmm. what they're doing, like, right. in the context of this specific movie. Right. So, like, it doesn't matter that we don't know why they're doing the things that they're doing. Yeah. Um, but it's cool that they're doing them because it's creepy as hell. It's cult shit. Cult shit, baby. <laughs> right. And it's just like open for interpretation. Like yeah. you can think about it what you want and there's no right answer. Yeah. That's why I love open ended, like ambiguous movies is like, right. You can, that's the point. Like you can think what you want. You can analyze it and yeah. And they definitely like leave enough in there to where if you wanted to go through and like try to figure out what's going on the whole time, right? You can work with that. You know, my favorite movies a little bit like that, where it makes no sense. My favorite movie's not in Darko. Um, Darko makes no make sense. Any sense? <laughs> what was that? It makes no sense. Makes no fucking sense. But um, also if you kind of look back and go through, and if you watch the director's cut and you like watch a lot of interviews and like you, you can piece it together. Yeah, yeah, Donnie Darko. No, I I just like it. Um, no, I like this movie. Um, try to, I, I like had a thought and I can't remember it. It's very ambiguous. Yeah, it's so. ambiguous. <laughs> Not gonna get there. I'm it's sorry. Ambiguous. I got distracted by thinking about Donnie Darko. <laughs> 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 it happens a lot to me. That's fair. There was something that I read, um, from the director. I think it was an interview where the interviewer was like, basically the interviewer was like, I would like to read like a more fleshed out script to where I know exactly what's going on. And the director's like, nah, I mean like now that it's out there, like 
it's up to the user or like whoever views it their inter interpretation Are you online you know? or something did you just say user user yeah <laughs> i mean that was gonna yeah the viewer the viewer's interpretation um and like he he doesn't want to give out too much um which is fair yeah but he wants it to be in like vague <laughs> To to where like it's open to interpretation. All right, Kubrick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Called out. He's trying well, his best to emulate his favorite director. <laughs> well, mood. I'm time. curious though, like what the differences from the script were. Like, if they printed the script, I I would read it just yeah. because I want to know what this was based off of. What they because based on your trivia, at least I. Was it really going for more of an alien thing? No. No. That okay. was, make that, up. that was a fake that was your, okay. question. Yeah. But like, I'm curious where they were going with it, even if it was culty. Like, what it was, was the, definitely what, a cult. So, what was um, the ultimate goal here? They watched um, AHS Roanoke and they said, <laughs> "Let's make a movie." Clearly, because there were some inspirations. This is literally AHS Roanoke. Sorry, but it is. <laughs> Well, he was the director was inspired mostly by his own fears, um, which were like Folks? nightmares that he had as a kid and like domestic. So this is a Wikipedia. He focused on his own fears, nightmares that he had as a child and domestic disharmony. Themes included suburban desolation, ho- homogeneity and showing hitmen as violent murderers. Wheelie also wanted to highlight current events, unpopular wars, a recession, and erosion of the social contract. Oh, shit. I just want to know. That's cool as hell. Is your father a hitman? <laughs> this guy's father? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Michael Wheatley. Ben Wheatley. Ben Wheatley. Ben Wheatley, Michael I want to go like to dinner very with you. Generic name, so generic. I apologize, Mr. Ben, but... Well, the one dude's name is Michael Smiley. That, that's where I got right. it. Right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Let's ben Wheatley is your data questions. hit man. Report him. Yeah. So a lot of it is inspired by my dreams and anxieties, or should I say nightmares? Things like cults in the woods and tunnels is all stuff I've had as recurring nightmares since I was very little. I used to live near the woods. So that kind of side of it comes from there because a lot of people kept talking about the Wicker Man and it was a <gasps> reference point. Yeah. But it wasn't the Wicker Man itself that scared me. These things culturally are quite close to the surface in the UK. Get a therapist. That's what the <laughs> director said to say. That's good advice for anybody in the film industry. Get a therapist. That's, yeah, just, that's just generally good advice. <laughs> We should have said that to the guy who directed the last movie, like Possession. Possession. Oh, oh my yeah. God. Yeah. Please hire a therapist. <laughs> We're begging you. Now I really want to. I kind of want to go back and rewatch it to see if I can pick up on some shit. Right. You know, I feel like it's one of those where, like, the more times you watch it, you notice more. Yeah, yeah, like how for sure. like you were yeah. saying about the, like the stabby stab. I noticed a little bit more. But also, like the first time I watched it, um, was like must have been like six years ago. Like it's it's been a while. So old. Like my freshman year of college was when I watched it. Yeah. So it's it's been a long time. Um, but I did notice a few more things than I did my first time, uh, just from knowing that it ended with a cult, <laughs> and I didn't remember, like, any other plot points. 
Um, uh, another thing I wanted to bring up is uh, we talked about the murder, the hammer murder. Yeah. Um, yeah. So on Wikipedia, it says <laughs> the film's most violent scene, the hammer murder, came about when Wheatley was surprised at the shocking violence in The Orphanage, which he had assumed would be a subtle art house film. Wheatley stated that this turn towards violent horror in the orphanage made the rest of the film unpredictable. He wanted a similar unpredictability in his own film so that viewers were never sure whether the film would be subtle or explicit. Harish, I think, have you seen the orphanage, Alex? Okay, because Harish has, but we haven't. Yeah. Uh, Also, this is another one where it's it's been so long. Yeah. But like, I we have it on DVD, and we have not watched. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) It's not the same kind of movie. It's definitely like a horror movie to where there's enough gore to where it is a horror, and it's like, but it's not like it's not like super art house or even like close to this. This is definitely more shocking in the hammer scene especially i was quaked yeah by that like i did not expect to just see like boom his head bounced off good yeah like like yes because you you're you you go in and you're like oh it's the actor yeah yeah and then he smacks him in the head with hammer and then the body bounces up the body bounces and like part of it just like sticks up because like he hits it right it is fucking crazy it's really well done i would love to have like been there while they were shooting that and like realized they got that shot yeah like because that body just bounced up dude Mm -hmm. oh it's crazy the effects are great man oh yeah effects were great and when that guy gets his face smashed a couple scenes later so good like they did a great i want to know what the budget was for that that's what i was saying i was like what is the budget for this movie because they spent it all on special, <laughs> on special effects. effects. The woman yeah. with the eyes at the end, like with the like thorns. Yeah, she yeah. she had like um a crown of thorns basically covering her eyes to where it looked like her eyes were bleeding. That was badass. Yeah, it was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. The acting was good in this movie. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, was it like so? You said um in the trivia. I don't never really got this. Did they do a lot of improv? So yeah, so the way this guy directed he was like okay we'll do one take we do one take with the script and then one take with the improv just improvise and like paraphrasing the script and then he would go back to the next take would be back to straight to the script and then he would keep doing that and like so um what the goal was like was that the actors would improvise in character and that would like make them better at acting in character okay so that's cool. like that's what the goal was and i think i don't know how much of the improvisation and stuff was left in the final movie but like yeah that was the idea is that they have like somewhere to go with the characters you know did he have to do a lot of takes then yeah i assume so oh i wasn't sure i mean it was 18 days it's right Stanley it was only 18 days it was, yeah was it one of those directors that I, what did i takes? guess 19 23 23 <laughs> what'd you say is stanley kubrick one of those directors that had like a billion takes for everything i, I don't know that, david thank, fincher thank, for sure thing, thank you does a shit ton of takes i don't know about stanley kubrick God, I, love that. I know um, like that's exactly like there's that specific example right like what didn't he do like Something from the social network, like, a hundred times. Something. Yeah. Well, Kubrick famously did a... No, never mind. I'm thinking of Hitchcock. I'm drunk. (laughs) Kubrick was, like, a... Ignore everything I say. 
Um, I know for The Shining, the like the woman, the the wife, uh, she Shelley was Duvall. like, yeah, Shelley oh, Duvall. Fuck, I forgot he did The Shining. Was Ooh. very like distressed, uh, stressed out, and like was like losing her hair because of how. That's why I don't like him. Yeah, I yeah, forgot he was abuse. that guy. He's oh. an abusive director. Yeah. No, don't like yeah. that. If you have for to sure. be that much of an asshole, you're like not doing your job. Yeah, like efficiently. I feel like right. we've talked about this before. We have. It's like we I have. think specifically. No, it was about. Um, it was the Exorcist episode. Yeah, it was the Exorcist. Yeah, that's so funny. Um, Melee, right. love you. If right. you just have to like <laughs> be a like asshole to your cast, like don't I don't know. Like there's there's better ways, man. Um, another thing was that this script was written specifically for these actors. Um, so he had these actors in mind and like wrote it to play to their strengths as oh, actors. Cool. So yeah, I love when directors so that's do that. Another part of it, yeah. Because like when directors know actors, it's like you know what they can and cannot do, right? And you know like what type of emotions that you can like extract from their acting right and i think that played really well in this movie because it was a very like emotionally exhausting movie yeah in the first like 45 minutes to an hour of the movie like you're right it wasn't very actiony it wasn't very like this is happening right now but it was very like Oh my god, things might happen. Soon. Right. It's mostly about like the husband and wife and how they're fighting all the time. Yeah. And their relationship. And I think that is really well done. Yeah. Um especially like the fucking dinner party scene. Oh my god. All of that was like so well that done. That really sold me on this movie. Like flipping yeah. the plate no, upside down. No, and then fucking abracadabra. <laughs> Can you imagine being like the guest? <laughs> That's the best. I Abracadabra. Yeah. He like rips the tablecloth and from under everything. L- just killed me. Normally in movies we don't even see like the aftermath of that, or like we see the aftermath, but not the direct what happens afterwards. And it's like the the best friend like just takes the kid upstairs and is like, "Hey, don't worry about it." And like, you're like your sitting in it, just fighting. Yeah. You're like. Holy shit, this just happened. We like, see the whole Fiona's thing. Fiona's just sitting yeah. there and you hear them yelling in the background. Fiona just sits there um, and then the husband just goes into the garage and well, then and like... And then they all have that scene where they're like dancing together and like it's very sweet. and Right. Like, like then they're laughing. Right, the... but then you're like, this whole thing this whole thing just blew up like right. 10 minutes ago. So what are you... What? <laughs> yeah, we see the whole thing. We see like them fighting. We see... Um, the guy talking to his friend and the friend's like, dude, come on. And then like Chill. we see them making up um, and then they have like just the fun time scene where they're dancing and shit. Uh-huh. Um, and yeah, so it was really well done and like the acting is good and it, uh, um, I think like the improv that they did like while they were filming definitely like built on that and i wouldn't have guessed but like it also like the dialogue like knowing that a lot of like they did a lot of improv work like the dialogue flows really well yeah like it i don't know and it's one of those like this is gonna sound kind of stupid they swear a lot yeah and it was like that kind of unscripted swearing Mm -hmm. right so like it made it seem really really natural like especially between is like 
gal and what's his name jay jay i thought like their dynamic was really like it like i don't know it was just like nice like you right, could tell they were working right. really well together yeah. they they like felt like they were old friends mm-hmm. who have known each other for a long time and even um there's the scene where they go to check into the hotel and um his credit his card doesn't work and then he calls his wife and is like just getting mad at her on on the phone and even that is like that felt real too oh for sure yeah i just really think that the aside from all of the other things in the movie the um like actors dynamic really felt real yeah through all of them right whether or not the rest of the movie felt real the people interacting in the movie felt like they were real yeah Yeah, and I, i feel like that like let's let's the movie like go into these weird places too to because like if you have like the solid relationships at the center then when it goes into this cult stuff you're like okay i i'm gonna buy into this for sure you know it was like a very good movie from what i was expecting like i saw it like a, a lot of years ago and i literally did not remember any of it like not even watching the movie jogged my memory at all yeah (laughs) but it was like an it was like a good movie right yeah yeah (laughs) i enjoyed Um, it i enjoyed all of it it's very like i have each other it's very tonally weird and again i think it kind of goes back to like this movie doesn't really fit in like a genre very right it wasn't necessarily a horror movie but i would say it was a horror thriller yeah it's like also a drama but like there's also like funny moments right yeah. like, this is true for a lot of movies like i'm just like right. saying something to say something. N- no movie like fits in one specific genre completely but right. it makes that shift at the end really weird mm-hmm. Whereas, yeah and, and i think it's one of those it's like a very british like right. first hour oh, you are hands down half... correct in that yeah assessment <laughs> It's like crazy, British. but it's like you know, it's like very stylistically like like that. But then in the last half hour, it just goes like off the bonkers. Rails. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely bonkers. Yeah, that's clownery love. <laughs> <laughs> it's mathematics. <laughs> Maths. <laughs> Should we go into our? Yeah, I guess it's segments. segment time. Segment segments. time. So, what would you do, Molly? Are we doing it? Yeah. What would you do if it were you in this movie? Okay. What part though? So we so, usually start with by saying like, who would you be? Hunchback. Who do you relate to the most? Did you just hands down go hunchback? I said I'd be the hunchback. <laughs> if I didn't know that I was in a cult, I would say gal. Gal. Oh because, God. yeah, maybe I would kill some people for money, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> if i didn't <clears throat> if i didn't know joe biden was part of a cult um, i would probably kill people for joe biden um you know just saying um that's all i have to say yeah i i agree with you i feel like i relate to gal the most I feel like, especially, like, the specific scene where the, like, husband and wife are arguing and it's the dinner party and Gal's the one who's like, okay, I'm going to take the kid upstairs and just hang out with the kid for a little bit and make the kid feel all right. Because I feel like, I just, like, feel like I would 
be. I would feel that bad person. for that kid. Yeah, yeah. Like, and it's like I know your mom and dad are fighting, but like, there's nothing I can necessarily do about that. So I'm gonna make you feel a little bit better right now. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I would say I'm also gal in this. But he's also movie. in a cult in the background, he's and also... you understand that at the end. But in the beginning, you're like. Oh, he's just being nice. I mean, I'm good at keeping secrets. <laughs> Fair point. So I would I'm be not. fine in a cult <laughs> situation. I'm not good at keeping secrets, so I applaud you for that. So I really feel like I relate to the Swedish chick. Sweet Kelly the Ripa. wife. Kelly yeah. Ripa. But like I Kelly just Ripa. don't think I'd be in a cult willing to die like like up until you find out she's in that cult yeah relate to her don't relate to her in the cult i don't, don't know relate to her being but like mostly yeah. i feel like i'm her yeah if i like found out my husband was a hitman i'd be like all right cool <laughs> well she bring knows it home the bacon love like i don't care she knows the whole time she's just well she would you be mad time. at your husband for spending forty thousand dollars oh i even fucking livid it's basically like eighty thousand dollars yeah forty thousand pounds is probably like seventy five eighty thousand dollars oh my god do we ever find out what he spent it on no not toilet roll it doesn't toilet roll (laughs) 10 bottles of wine for four people oh my goodness can you imagine yeah, it doesn't. It doesn't. It doesn't. And how many tuna cans? It just sixteen. He said sixteen. Sixteen. Yep. Something. Yeah. Fucking crazy. A lot of tuna cans. Oh, a lot of tuna. Too much. Too much tuna. Too much Stinky. tuna. Stinky. Tuna. I think at my tuna. worst, I'm Jay. You're okay. No, like in all seriousness, because I'm kind of a shit, and I don't know what's going on a lot of the time. But you want to kill pedophiles. Yeah. Oh, obviously that's yeah. Operative number that's one. That's the goal. But I also don't relate to him because he's like, I don't know, straight white man. Right. Everyone in this yeah. movie is straight white man. Military. So. It's hard know. to relate to anyone, but but just like the not knowing what's going on, and then like, I don't know. I also don't think I could kill people for money. Yeah. I like you know I know I don't want to say like, I would not kill someone for money. That's just fucking horrible. At my best, I think I'm that like woman shit. running naked in the sewer. <gasps> One of the Groot? cultists? Yes. yes. That's me at my best. <laughs> One of the cultists just randomly killing someone who shot at you. Yeah. yeah. I relate to the woman with the thorns in her eyes just because that's aesthetically really interesting to look at. It is. It truly is. And I, I think, think there's about a lot that. of symbolism there. Like, we're blind to the evils we're surrounded by or something like that. My jaw has dropped, Molly. You're so... But that was profound. The Lord that, that we are. Sorry, I was watching Maddie Healy interviews before this, so I'm feeling like I'm on another level at the moment. Walk out of here. I'm naming this conversation in my note. <laughs> I think that the woman whose eyes are being poked out and bleeding everywhere... Right. Is like a metaphor for the religion of our lives being. Oh my God. <laughs> being blinded by <laughs> the hate and the like revenge that we feel towards other people. I mean, I'm drunk as fuck, but <laughs> in general, like, clearly that was a metaphor for something because, like, they wouldn't just put her eyes being bled out everywhere into this cult. If it weren't for a metaphor, 
I have another he question. He loves Stanley Kubrick. <laughs> Come on. Right. Yeah. That definitely had a meaning. Right. Um, I have another question is they know this dude's trying to kill this MP. Why they do their cult party right in front of him? <laughs> it's like, because it's maybe. a trap. Oh, shit. Yeah. Yeah, because they're really the trying first to kill cult- the hunchback. The but the first kill, the first um cult sacrifice was just a random blonde woman who was getting hanged. Yeah, that was. And then he shoots wild. at them. Was it a trap? Were I, they trying I think to get it him was to a shoot trap. it? I think it, it was a trap to bring him in. I think that they knew that they were there. Maybe, but he Fiona like went back was home. On some shit. That woman hanging fucked me up, though. For real, for I was like, I did not like that. He thought it was his wife or something. I didn't. Something. No, I'm the one who said I no. Did. It's not because different it bangs. Wife. Yeah, it's different bangs. Different bangs. You thought it was his I wife. I did. Okay. But like watching that fucked me up. I didn't like it. Right. So, what other segments do we have after? What would you do? Wait, no, no, would you survive? Would you survive? Yeah, would you survive? Yeah. If I I were I would join I would. Well, I want to think that I would survive a cult chasing me. Assuming I'm Jay. I assuming you're not the person who's in the cult and there's a cult after you, would you survive? I would say no. You know what? I feel like this cult, no. Well, so part of it is I think this was part of like what the the director wanted to put in it was that like everyone's like working just behind his back he doesn't know he doesn't even assume like anything's going on with regards to a cult and i think um one of the scariest things about cults just in general is that they could be anyone and they could be just working and controlling your life in secret yeah. without you even knowing. And so, in that sense, I don't think I could escape the cult because I wouldn't even suspect it. Definitely. It's like in, literally that American Horror Story season. Yeah. Like, it's everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Definitely the scariest part of the movie is that, like, the people who are hired, or the people who are hiring Gal and Jay to yeah. kill all these people are a part of this cult in the end. And you're like, oh fuck like they wanted you to kill these people so that they realized or so that they knew that you could be a part of this cult in the end right and, like be uh strong enough to kill people yeah just because right and so i don't know i don't think i if i was like on the outside and i was like being targeted by this cult probably not yeah probably not i don't think i would <laughs> no <laughs> Molly um I joke a lot like a lot about um I should join a cult or I'd be so much happier if I were in a cult um I don't think I would be I like free thinking um I don't know I'm going with this I, I don't think I would ever join a cult but if a cult uh oppressed itself on me I don't think I would survive <laughs> yeah yeah but then I also remember, like, I'm in a sketch comedy group, so it's basically the same. <laughs> that is essentially a cult, yes. Have you seen? We do so many chants. It's upsetting. I'm not a part of a cult, but I'm a, I'm a part of a sketch comedy, sketch group, comedy group, so it's basically the same thing. Yeah, Burner is a cult, but in the best way. Um, but in, no, like, in like, the a not good way. dying way. No, like, in a fun way. It's like a fun cult. Like, oh, fun. 
It's a good time. <laughs> so would you survive? Would I survive? Oh, I started saying I wouldn't join a cult. Um, so maybe that way, but kind of like what you were saying, if it was like ev- like permeating every like aspect of my life to where I couldn't escape. Um, maybe not. Yeah. I also, I don't know, dude. <laughs> I don't. I I started off by saying I would, but I don't think I'd survive this because if it was a cult that was controlling every moment of my life, no, I wouldn't. Yeah. Yeah, and it's I like wouldn't. controlling every moment of their life, and they don't even like know. Yeah. Like I I would not survive. It like, fucked me up. They they clearly like know what's gonna ha- like the cult. Joe Biden <laughs> clearly knows what's going on through the whole movie, but they don't say right until the end yeah and so jay doesn't know gal doesn't know i mean gal might know a little bit but he doesn't know the extent of what's going on right he doesn't think he's gonna die yeah by the cult's hand yet at least right so it's very like nobody knows what's going on i don't think i would i don't think. and this was definitely like set up from the start because even the priest is like thank you for killing me so that that messed me up no escaping yeah Yeah. that was really i'm glad you made us go back and watch that (laughs) yeah yeah thanks harish (laughs) should we villain rank villain ranking the cult the cult i already made my villain ranking with the cult oh wow give me like two seconds I don't I have seen a they're villain low. ranking in years. Guys, I'm sorry. This cult is really powerful, but they're really low on my list. I'm talking they're like fourth from last. The only thing they have beat is Terry from All Cheerleaders Died, the Leprechaun, and Top Dollar from The Crow. Oh, my God. I really don't blame you. This was kind of a lame cult movie. Like, it's fine. Like, and it I, was a great movie, but it was a lame cult movie. You know I what know, I mean? Like, yeah. Like, I know they'd kill me, but... I don't know. I'm just like not sold on them as a villain. Sorry, guys. I don't blame you. I would agree. I picked the movie and I agree. So, um, uh, I think this cult is higher on my list than what you said. Uh, I don't have my exact list, but I I'm gonna put them right above Jennifer Check. Jennifer Check is so, like three on four. Yes, on so, she's my number one. Jennifer Check is number f- four, five. She's three for me. Um, wow, you're putting that cult up there. Maybe. So well, so this is the <laughs> this is the last version of the villain ranking that I'm finding on our Twitter. Oh Jesus, I'm sorry, guys. <laughs> um, That's behind, babe. I'm and sorry. I don't see. I don't think there's so, a real villain in this movie. Yeah, that's the thing. We need a villain because like, we haven't villain ranked in so long. We have not ranked our villains. The but cult I, itself is a villain, but I don't think that any certain person in oh, the cult. No, no, no. The librarian yeah. is the the real librarian villain. is the real villain the, here. Yeah. Fuck the pedophiles. The pedophiles. pedophiles. <laughs> you know what I sound like? I sound like um. From Dingo's Outback? No, no, no. I know what it is. It's from Les Mis. Russell Crowe? No, um, the kid. The oh. little kid? Yeah. <laughs> that's what it sounds. That's the voice. We got there. We did it, y'all. No, or maybe not. You know what I'm talking about? I know what you're talking about, yeah. I can't I can't think of the song. I can't do it. Day How day. do you do? My name's Gavrosh. <laughs> Harish, did you say... <laughs> Molly, did you say where you ranked yours? I have not. Yeah, yeah, I like, think I put I put the 
the ring girl above Jennifer Check, and I'm putting this in between Jennifer Check and the the girl from Samara. The ring. Samara from ring the ring girl. Yeah. Christ. That's three for you, Harish. That's number three. No. Harish, what I got for you Harish, is you gotta um, be better about Samara, keeping track. Other Mother, Killer Clowns, Edward Lionheart, Dr. Weir, and Jennifer Check. Okay. Um, Edward Lionheart is above Dr. Weir? Yes. Oh, okay. Well, that doesn't feel right. I'm gonna text you guys tomorrow morning. You should. Um, this is... I haven't done a villain well, in many moons. My... I'm gonna put this cult... I'm just whatever. I'll just put this cult behind Doctor Weir. Was it? This cult is one below Doctor Weir on my list. And if you want the actual list, go to Twitter. How's that? Boom. Molly. Um. I'm gonna put him. I. I really don't care. Um. I'm. I'm between putting him between the Leprechaun and Tom Hanniger, or between Tom Hanniger and Anaconda. This movie is Or just very... above the leprechaun because fuck the leprechaun. No, um Fuck put, the leprechaun. I'll put him I'll put him below Tom Hanniger, but above the No, um Below the Anaconda. <laughs> no, above the Anaconda. They're going above Anaconda, below Tom Hanniger. There we go. Settled. Boom. So as we can see, this cult makes no sense to our ranking. Because, no. like, on one hand, because I really... Oh, go ahead. Sorry. There's just no clear villain here. That's yeah. the problem. There's no, like, single There's... person you can blame. Right. Like, you could blame Joe Biden. You could blame... Society. You should blame Joe Biden. <laughs> we should all blame Joe Biden. Um, you could blame... You could blame Gal for not telling Or Jay. the wife. The you wife. could blame Fiona. Fiona. You could blame or Kelly Fiona, Ripa. Yeah. <laughs> we should always um, blame Kelly Ripa. The thing is, is I think that's the point of the movie is that like, not okay, not necessarily like the overall point, but like yeah. the point of the cult is like, there's no clear person who is perpetrating this violence. Right. It's it's forces this, beyond your control. Right. Yeah. And I think that's the scary. That's the that's what they're trying to make this scary movie about yeah is that this cult is perpetrating violence rather than this person or this like uh monster right right yeah it's it's an organization that um just has connections that you cannot see and i love these movies i love cult movies right yeah because that's that that is scary to me yeah like there's this group of people who all think the same thing and are perpetrating violence and you don't know who could be a part of this group of people. Right. Because they're not going to tell you. That's yeah. very real. Like, These people in this cult aren't going to tell you that they're part of this cult. They're just going to kill you. Right. You see that even like, not in cults, just with like people right. with really extreme beliefs just about Just people things. who, yeah, exactly. Maybe and everything's so, a cult. Oh, oh, wait, 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 wait. Okay, and so what were you going to finish no go for it no i was gonna move on but if you have something else, move on it's okay can i say something about the movie (laughs) yeah Yeah. sure did you have something no no no, i was gonna move on i think it's really fun like so the segments are named it goes into the priest the librarian and the hunchback as like well the the mp first the mp MP, sorry and those are like all the people on the kill list the titular kill list what really fucked me up is like the hunchback you assume it's just like a hunchback person whatever 
And then it's like this big reveal that it's the wife with the kid like on top. I'm never going to understand that. It like really got to me. And that's like such a good reveal. And it really like it's it's super fucked up because it's his family. Right. But it also is like it's so good. It's like really clever to me that they like for like no reason. Like, okay, the hunchback, whatever. And then it's like the family. I'm like, holy shit invested it's interesting because like the first two people that they kill like the priest and then the librarian are very like you could be against the priest for sure but you're 100 percent against the librarian because he's a pedophile yeah um and then you get to the mp and you're like okay he's probably done some shitty things as a politician Right. right like he could be killed for that right and then you're like, oh, what's the hunchback done? And then it's revealed that it's the child and the wife after they die. Right. And, and you're like, stabbed in the back. Like, so it's mostly yeah, the kid getting he literally stabbed. Just stabbed he literally just stabbed his child. Hunchback. And you're like, fuck. You don't know who these people could be. Yeah. Right? I think that's a lot of the thing, too. It's like, you kill this pedophile and you kill this priest because they might have done some shitty things. But then he kills his wife and his child on accident because he doesn't know. Right. And you're like, well, what have they done? I yeah. feel like that also fits with cult understanding. Yeah. Though, like, not questioning. Agreed. And just kind of following along with what they're, like, telling right. you to do. And also, it, like, connects in with the masks. Because, like, she's wearing a mask so you can't even see her face. Like, yeah. it's kind of, like, turning a blind eye. Like, like literally turning a blind eye to um all this violence. Because you're, like, just wrapped up in it. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Yeah, I want to watch more cult movies now. I think that's yeah, what I'm getting yeah. at. Agreed. This. No, so I'm I'm not a big fan of like uh, ghost movies or like um, like possession movies in general, mm-hmm. just because the things that scare me are the things that the, that could actually happen. Yeah, and I'm not a person who believes in ghosts or believes who in like de- demons or anything. But like slasher movies are my thing, <gasps> right? Yes. Like slasher, yeah. like people who like serial killers, like um, shit like that. Like it, that's what actually scares me is because that could happen. Yeah. And cult movies, I think, are a part of that like genre of what could scare me is because like you don't know who's a part of a cult until they tell you, until they kill you. Right. You know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, I agree. Yeah. Hundred percent. So. So, should we rate this movie? Yeah. Can we rate it out of group masks? Out of masks? Group masks. Groot masks. Groot masks. masks. (laughs) Well, I would say a 10 out of 10 on the Groot masks. Because there were probably 10. They were exact Groot masks. Yeah. There were 10 Groot masks. (laughs) Anyone have any rating? I'm going to say an 8 out of 10. 8 out of 10? Yeah. It was was like a pleasantly um, thrilling movie. Um, it wasn't very scary until the last like half an hour or so, mm-hmm. but the last half an hour definitely scared me and definitely made me second guess the people that I know because you never <laughs> know who could be in a cult, you right. know? You're like right on that. I don't know. Okay, I, I will say again. I just said it, said it. <laughs> I just said it, but. I'm not a fan of, like, ghosts and demons movies. I mean, like, I will watch them and they do scare me. But in general, like, the personal, those movies don't scare me because I know that they're not real. Yeah. But, like, cults are real. Right. And that could be potentially deadly. 
Right. So I w- I'm going to say an 8 out of 10 because I think it was a very good uh, – like the, the actors were very great. The, um, the script was well written mm-hmm. um, in a way that it would scare me if I wasn't like very drunk <laughs> at the time while watching. Yeah. Um, yeah, it was a great movie. It was enjoyable. Cool. I also give it an 8. Um, it's a good movie. I liked how I liked the dialogue. I think really did it a lot for me, and I like how it was filmed. I thought it was um, like technically a good movie. Um, some people would disagree. I really liked the ending. It, it, I had no idea it was coming. Like it was so fucking weird. I, I loved it. I love when movies kind of do that. And we talked before. Like I really, really like twists in movies, even yeah. if they like don't really make sense. Right. It doesn't like always phase me. But yeah, I really liked it. Eight out of ten. Samantha? Like... I'm gonna give it a six. 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 Um, I was gonna I was set on seven for like the whole conversation and then all of a sudden I decided I wanna do six. It's not I liked this movie. I genuinely did. Um I've seen a lot of other like kind of crappy done horror like not horror, but like just thrillers that have been good. And I'm gonna, you'll see it in the recs. I'll talk about them. But I just wish there were like a little more, like, I wish a few more of the loose ends were tied up. Like, why the wife and the kid were there in the end and stuff like that. But that being said, I really did genuinely like, oh my God, I love the twist that it was. But there was just like a lot of like mundane lead up to this twist in. And I wish it tied together just a little bit more if that's the case. I still genuinely really liked this movie, but I'm giving it a six. I would agree with you. Um, I would say I I want to give it a nine out of oh. ten. Um, I think this is a really well made movie. Well, the acting is great. Um, I think the dialogue is very natural. It works really well. Um, and I think there is a uh like the director definitely had like a focus and an idea and he definitely had stuff that he was going for in the script and i think um since this is my like this is my second time watching it i noticed more of that having like knowing what the twist was i noticed there's some foreshadowing at the beginning there's also like the the rabbit dies and there's just random rabbit. Was that the cult? Was right. that and then they eat the, the actual, rabbit like yeah. in the woods? They eat the rabbit in the woods. There's like there's other stuff going on that it could even if it doesn't like explain everything, it like gives you a sense of what's going on kind of. Um and I think that there is uh like if you wanted to analyze this movie and like rewatch it and analyze it, I think there is stuff there that you could get out of it. And it's, and I think like it fits what the director was going for. There's clearly a lot of forethought. Yeah. Yeah. And whether or not you see it while you're watching it the first time, it's clearly there. Right. Um, because again, like they eat the rabbit in the woods Right. And that's like a direct link to like when that cat kills the rabbit like in their backyard. Right. And that, I, obviously that's just one example, but like 
there's like a lot of things that happen and you're like okay that makes a little bit of sense but like why is that there and then at the end you're like yeah it's a fucking cult right (laughs) it does end very suddenly like it's just the wife dies he notices it's the wife and then cut to credits yeah yeah so which which is like an interesting end to a movie though yeah yeah i love i am horny for ambiguous endings right i love ambiguous endings i really do because i want to think about it myself rather than like the person who's making the movie tell me what to think obviously the opposite of being in a cult (laughs) so fuck the cult right um but in general i just love obviously like it's not my favorite bit of the movie but like i just love like being able to think for myself if there's like a cult part of the movie right um especially in cult parts of movies because like yeah there's a cult in this movie but i still don't want you to understand what exactly is going on in this cult like i want you to think about what's going on in this cult rex recommendations i have have some whoever wants to start Okay, I will start. Okay, hurry, start. Um, so I have, uh, so my first recommendation is this movie called The Conspiracy. Um, I watched it on Netflix. I don't know if it's still on Netflix, but it's it's basically a mockumentary about these uh random filmmakers who just decide, uh, they like meet this dude um who's like I guess is kind of like a homeless dude who's like super just conspiratorial and is like oh like he's basically like a crazy guy on the side of the street who's talking about how the government's controlling us and shit and then they like actually like listen to him and like start to try to put together what his theory is and then it like actually gets them involved with a real life cult and stuff and so it's it's a mockumentary like that um, and I really like that. Um, it's called the Mocky. It's called the Conspiracy. Is just what it's called. So that's my first recommendation. And then I'd also want to recommend Hereditary, which is a similar story about there's a cult following you and like stuff is out of your control. And then that that one's more focused on like mental illness and like uh, understanding like whether it's actually a cult or whether it's just your own issues. I haven't seen it yet. Yeah, oh, I know. Dude, I know. Be in a good place before you watch it. No, it's yeah. Hard. Me and Maylee really want to watch it together, and we haven't. She tried to convince me to watch it with me and my friend Tony the other night, and we watched another movie, um, which I would like to recommend. Okay. Um, it's called The Clove Hitch Killer. Okay. Um, Heard of that? Yeah. yeah it's on Netflix. Dad? Yeah. Yeah. Um. So this kid basically. Um. So they live in this town. Um, and there's like this series of unsolved murders in this town, um, and nobody knows who it is. And this kid who's like a uh, Catholic, like down home, like um, what's it called? Uh, Boy Scouts, like Eagle Scout type yeah. guy, like very wholesome, thinks that his dad is the killer. And you never really know. Um, he meets this like girl that who that like researches these murders that like are happening in their hometown. <laughs> And they, like, conspire about it. And he thinks it's his dad. She doesn't think that it's his dad. And so it's just kind of, like, finding out between the two of them, like, whether or not his dad is this Clove Hitch killer. 
The dad is Dylan McDermott. And he's hot, so watch it. Yeah. <laughs> That's the most important part to know. Yeah, Dylan McDermott is a uh, main character, and he's very hot, so watch the movie. Um, but in general, yes, it's a great movie. It's very interesting. It's very... Um, I feel like I've seen the trailer You've definitely seen the trailer. Yeah. Um, You learn a lot about who it might be in the first half hour. And then you're like, where can this movie go from here? Right. And then it goes all sorts of ways. uh, And you don't understand what's going on until the last 10 minutes. And you're like, oh, fuck. Okay. So please watch The Clubfish Killer. It was great. So, okay. side note, Dylan McDermott could split me in half. Oh, for Absolutely. sure. For sure, for sure, for sure. Do you have any other X? No, I. that was the f- one movie that I was thinking about okay. the whole time that I was watching this movie, so. Molly, do you have any? I have another Ari Aster movie, uh, Midsummer, which is going to be coming out. You haven't even seen it! <laughs> I'm going to recommend It's going to be good. Oh, I mean, <laughs> are you kidding me? You can, like, mark that down right now. Midsummer is going to be a good movie. It's going to be good. And it's like cult shit, so hell yeah. yeah. Oh, um, American Horror Story Roanoke. Yeah, Roanoke. <laughs> we mentioned that. Um, I'm surprised you didn't say because I mentioned it earlier. Um, in Bruges. Oh yeah, I, that's on mine yeah. too. Is in Bruges. Which is right. do you want to talk about in Bruges? In Bruges. I mean, it's it's about these two hitmen who um a job goes wrong and they have to hide out in the city of Bruges in Belgium and um it's not a horror movie it's more of a drama but, but it's, it's about phenomenal one of the hitmen and like his issues and stuff he's dealing with like and it's really good it's my favorite movie we'll go months it's without your favorite movie it yeah. is I'll have to check it out because we'll, I haven't seen it. So it's really good. We'll go yeah. like months without watching it, and by the end of the few months, I'll be like, "Yeah, like it's a good movie." But we'll yeah, yeah. And then we'll watch it, and I'm like, "Jesus Christ, this movie is so yeah, fucking it's, good." It's one of the best scripts ever because like everything like in the script like ties into each other. There's no loose ends. It is a it's, phenomenal. Watch. There's it's so, so much. Good. There's like foreshadowing and stuff. Like just every aspect of the script is really well done but like so really watch the movie when you actually like are going to watch the movie yeah yeah it's not like you can be kind of half paying attention and it's still a good movie but it it pays off so well if you're actually paying attention to it right i would say uh, my favorite movie changes like every couple months i would say right now i'm gonna say my favorite movie is argo okay um with uh ben affleck yeah ben affleck such a great movie like so well written 2012 best picture winner yeah for sure no like it definitely deserved it very great movie that's all i'm gonna say i'm gonna look into it ruin it did you have another watch it any other recommendations molly oh um this is stupid it was like literally during the first dinner party scene but i was thinking about the dinner party episode (laughs) of the office So watch that, I guess. Um, when it's the like witch. literally the, the most awkward, like <laughs> part of the entire series of The Office, like of all like nine seasons of The Office. That episode, yes, like makes me think about when he's like flipping the like all over the table off of the table. It's yeah. like, oh, he's just folding the TV in. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, if you like passive aggressive family drama. Yes. That's it. Samantha. Um, I had a couple. Uh 
the first thing I wanted to recommend, I thought about it while they were like running from the cult in the sewers, but The Descent. Um, I don't know if you guys have seen it. Harish and I went and saw the it. The Descent. Oh yeah. my God, it changed my life seeing that movie in theaters for the first time. It is so fucking good. Right. Like That's really good. Like probably one of my favorite horror movies I've ever seen of all time. It's so creepy and it's all women. It's like a great cast. Um, Just like took a turn I didn't expect just yeah jarring to watch scary and it's all like underground in a cave it's fucking creepy as shit it's but about these like uh women who are cave divers and like just as a hobby shit goes and wrong. they like they decide to well they well, initially, one person decides one, they think they're going into an established route like that's in a cave underground but then the one girl is like oh, uh, I was hoping we could just discover this new route and we could name it ourselves or whatever. And so, like, stuff goes wrong and they're just all uh, in caves underground and it's really dangerous but and creepy it's so good it's really well done yeah. um just being the the part when they were in the series with the head the head flashlights just reminded me of it and yeah. so i wanted to do it um also the babadook uh because just because the there's a kid <laughs> <laughs> what did you say molly the every any movie with a kid in it sick babadook reference yeah <laughs> <laughs> that's literally how i felt every time i saw the kid because he kind of looked like the kid in the, the babadook so Why i was like just be normal <laughs> yeah but so i want to talk about babadook um it's just a great movie and it's just li- genuinely because there was a kid that's it um i wanted to recommend your next i Oof. don't know why yes. but your next ended up on my list which we just recently covered check out the episode it's a great episode um genuinely don't know why that popped up on my list no for sure um, i listened to the episode so check it out it's, it's a great so episode yeah. um the, uh oh I asked Harish about this because I couldn't remember the name of it, but The Disappearance of Alice Creed. Um, it's a British movie where this girl gets it's kidnapped. It's more of a thriller. It's a yeah. thriller. It's not really quite a horror, but basically this girl gets kidnapped and you're basically following her and her two kidnappers and the mo- it takes some twists and turns that you don't really expect. And it's right. just a really good movie. I, th- I think it's genuinely because it's just a British thriller and this was basically just it's a British pretty thriller. Good. Yeah. But the Disappearance of Alice Creed is a is a good movie. Yeah. Um, I really enjoyed it. And it, yeah. it just like had the same kind of um the twists aren't the same, but they feel the same, if that makes sense. It's it's very like low key. Yeah. Like it's like low budget and yeah. you know, it's very British. It's a it's a know? great it's a great movie. That's like the best way to describe it is yeah very british and then my last recommendation is this movie that harish showed me called primer oh um had really nothing to do with the plot but the like it's an even cheaper movie primer yeah um but for some reason had a similar feel to where you're just kind of like it's really the plot that makes up for like the like the cheap movie making that but like it's just this movie where they're kind of in a time loop. It's another one where it's like very handheld. Yeah. Um, and it's really just the style that made me think of Primer. But Primer is yeah. good, but you're confused as fuck. Like, be completely sober when yeah. you watch that movie. Primer it's is so hard to keep a up with. a time travel movie. And it is it is quite a time and travel movie. Yeah. But it's just pretty The, the look of it was very similar, so that's what I thought about. I, I will say one more recommendation I have. Yes. Uh, is The Orphan. The, the orphan, orphan or the orphanage? 
or the orphanage? no, like the, the orphan. Yes, like the one that 2009, yeah. I think, with Vera okay. Famiga. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, very creepy. Very, you don't know what's going on the entire time. Okay. Um, which made me kind of think of this movie because it's like there's a child in the movie and you don't know what's under you don't understand what's going on with him you don't understand what's going on in the orphan whatsoever until you get to the end. Okay. Yeah. Have um, you seen it? I have not oh. seen it, but I uh, know the twist. Saw it in theaters. It was a very great movie to th- see in theaters. Right. Um. You just it's like so these people adopt this child. And that's basically it. I can't really say any. I, I can't really say anything else you without, really yeah. uh, without like spoiling anything. Um, <laughs> this this couple who is like barren of children adopt this child, um, and then things go wrong. Um, and it's a very like suspenseful movie. It's a very like building upon every scene movie, and you are very nervous the entire time you're watching until the end and then you're like oh okay i get it that's scary um so i think that the orphan definitely i was thinking about it the entire time that i was watching this movie i don't i don't remember why i didn't recommend it at the beginning but the orphan it's a good one yeah. I have one more wreck too. I'm sorry. Sure. And um the tunnel running through the tunnel scene reminded me of it. And also like the cult shit, um Hot Fuzz. <gasps> I was just like right, Yeah. I yeah. have the DVD right movie. Too, so, um it's weird like without getting like a little bit I'm not going to like spoil anything cuz you should watch it kind of not knowing anything. It's a really good movie. Oh, it's phenomenal. But, um, shit hits the fan kind yeah. of at the end. It starts out as a movie and it's like not what you think it is. Right. But it's a comedy and um the yeah. pacing's very different, and it's very much there's no ambiguity. Everything that's supposed to happen happens, and it's right. all in the script. Because yeah. Edgar Wright plans fucking everything. Oscar winner Olivia Coleman makes an appearance in that. Olivia Coleman is like in it. Two yeah, minutes. a lot of and it's on my very mind because British people are in it. <laughs> you mentioned that that one guy is in The World's End and Shaun of the Dead. Yes. Yeah, he's which not Michael in Smiley. Hot He's not. He's Apparently. the one he's not in. But yeah, it's, it's the, the one of the trilogy. Yeah. yeah. I think all we're saying is that there's a very big twist at the end of this movie. <laughs> there's a um, large turn. And you really don't see it coming. Um, if you've never seen this movie before, you don't see it coming whatsoever. And you're like, all right. I had, I had absolutely no idea that that's where this movie was going to go. I was like, Oh, we're just gonna see some horrors of the hitman, and some people are gonna die. No fucking clue that the <laughs> end was what the end was gonna be, and I was right. quaked. Uh-huh. It's insane. <sighs> yeah. Absolutely fucking bananas, love. <laughs> Good shit. That's so. clownery, love. Mathematics, love. Mathematics. Uh, Anything else? Any final I have so many thoughts? Saved on my phone about woman or Snapchats. Please watch this movie. It's only ninety-five minutes long. Yeah, it's, and it's a you're great wasting money if you don't. The right, right length. Yeah, lose money if you don't watch. Um. All right. Okay. Plugs. Plugs. Alex, do you have anything to plug? No. You're on My Twitter at Little Tuna Halpert. That's nice. it. Cool. You'll know the name because it says Tom from MySpace. Tom from MySpace oh, for sure. Oh At my god, for Tom from MySpace. Who knows when it'll change? <laughs> um, I'm at M O one one Y H A I N E S at 
I have to spell it because it's embarrassing. <laughs> I don't want to say Mo One One Haynes. No, it's, you spell it. It's efficiency. It's efficiency, love. Yeah. Um, on Twitter and Letterboxd and on Instagram at Molly Francis Haynes. That's all I got for you. You can find me on Twitter at Save Our Shaggy. That's a Scooby Doo reference. And um, Instagram on Letterboxd at Samantha Don Thirteen. Yeah. And I'm at not a credit card on everything. Um, and you can find the show on Twitter at Tipsy Terror. You can email us tipsyterrorpod at gmail.com. Um, and then we have our websites. We have tipsyterror.rip. Um, and you can also go to, if you want to, uh, tipsyterror.com or tipsyterror.wtf. Or tipsyterror.pub. Dot pube. We're just waiting. And all of those will... Dot pube. (laughs) All of those will redirect to our tipsyterror.rip. You never plug the Facebook and Letterboxd, which I run, and it drives me insane. Um, (laughs) Like us on Facebook. Just at Tipsy Terror. Tipsy Terror, and we have Letterboxd also, which I plug every time. Because I make you... Also, no, I do say Letterbox every time. He does. What are you going to say? Yeah. You should give us nice reviews, please, if you like our content. Yeah, review us yeah. on shit. Review us on iTunes. Rate, review on iTunes. Um, that's helpful a lot, I think. One more plug. Yeah. Um, would love you to all check out Tipsy Terror on every single... <laughs> Uh, social media account ever because I've had so much fun tonight um, I would just love to thank all of these three people that are here tonight thank you <laughs> thank um, you thank for you. being a guest yeah of course I've just had so much fun and this was great and y'all are doing like a very um, great thing here at Tipsy Terror I wouldn't call thank this you. great uh, I w- great was not the word I was looking for <laughs> But I'm drunk and I can't remember <laughs> what I was going to say earlier. Uh, um, but yeah, <laughs> follow Tipsy Terror. Email them if you want. Um, it's fun shit. And subscribe to our subscribe Patreon. Subscribe to our Patreon. For sure. If you Give want. us some money. Yeah. Give them your money. <laughs> Five Can we bucks get that John Mulaney bite on a soundboard? You want it? Episode. Go get it. <laughs> Go get it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Yeah, yeah, subscribe to our Patreon. Just- Five bucks a month. You get a bonus episode every month. And if enough people subscribe, we'll get more than one bonus episode. <laughs> <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, uh, you also get to vote on future episodes um, if you're subscribed. Our first and you poll just have to up. be a dollar a month to do a vote. A dollar a month to vote. And our first poll went up and it was almost decided. Yeah. We're going to have a, they're going to decide what a bonus episode Anyway. Uh, I'm not bonus episode. They're deciding a regular episode. A yeah. regular episode. Boop, boop. Yeah. Um, which is going to be our next episode, actually. Um, Let's not reveal it yet. Anyway. Just in case something so, bye. That's, I think that's all we have. Okay. Alright. Bye. 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 But what? Wait, is that it? <laughs> what the fuck? Kill this.